and welcome to my little podcast, Getting to Know Who. Uh, I'm Fliss, and thank you so much for listening. This came about because of my love of listening to podcast interviews, and I wanted to start my own during lockdown last year, and not knowing any celebrities, I thought, who better to interview than my friends? So this first episode was recorded back in October 2020, and is with my friend James. I'm hoping to release a new interview each week, so yeah, I hope you enjoy getting to know my friends. What a banging shit that one. <laughs> oh, sorry, can you hear me? <laughs> I did say this is the point where, where you um, realise you've left your mic on. <laughs> yeah, don't, I still don't know if I'm going to actually like broadcast this to anyone other than our friend group. Um, okay. I mean, the... The thing about this I like is that it's got legs, as in, I know a lot of people and I know that a lot of people would like to get to know those people better. Yeah, yeah. I've got a very wide friend group, so that's why I thought this would work. Because... Right, go off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just a very popular girl. I don't think I am, though. That's the thing. I know a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people know me or, oh, yeah. um, or I don't know them very well. I just, yeah. I've been to a lot of parties, mate. <laughs> I've been yeah. to a lot of free parties. Where I'm just like, hey, we're best friends. Yeah. I will see you in the supermarket and maybe avoid you in the future. Yeah. So thank you very much for being my first interviewee. It's cool. I like it. Okay. So, um, yeah, first question is how do we know each other? Well, I think it's probably going to be a running theme throughout the people you speak to on this, I would have thought. Sometimes. School, college, all of that. I didn't know you in school. Uh, no, you didn't. No, I would have been, would have been college. I think I was dating a girl who went to your school at one point. So I did go to your school when I think you may have been there. But I'm not sure we actually met or whatever. What? You went to school during school time? Uh-huh. Yeah, there was like um it was like a sports day thing. I ended up going there. What? That's just yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, it was a little while ago. I was just seeing some girl. We won't name the girl for legal reasons. Legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think I was there, but no, I don't think I really got don't to you know have you. a restraining order. No, <laughs> that's Although I'm not gonna lie and say it was an amical breakup. It, it totally wasn't. <laughs> it totally wasn't. Um but yeah, obviously that was like mid-teens and then after the GCSEs, it was college, wasn't it? That's where I met you. Yeah. That's where the magic happened. Did you go to the gig in Newport, was it in Pembroke Newport, Newport, where there was a load of local bands? Because that's pretty uh, much, that, that was the pivotal moment for me, meeting everyone before college started. So I met a lot of new people there. You didn't meet me there. No, no chance. <laughs> Why no I was, no, I was a proper I've, caravan boy. I've never been to Newport, how dare you? No, no I, no, I wouldn't have. I was too scared, I was a bit too timid then, I think. It was in the Memorial Hall, it was like a really big event. It was basically yeah. lots of Are you of bands. confused with Ollie, aka Timbali DJ guy, who I looked quite a lot like at the time? Not so much now, because I've eaten loads of pies and he's still a cool <laughs> emo boy, but... I don't think I remember him. I don't know no, him. I, 
No, I mean the first time I remember meeting you was in was in college, I think. To be honest, I see. I can't remember it. I can't. I, there's not like a definitive moment oh, where I was just like, I remember you're... meeting James. You, yeah, I know why that is because I was just Tom's plus one for more or less the first year of college. <laughs> Tom being a, a mutual friend, um, a bestie. Actually, but, no, because I remember you nothing to do with Tom. I remember you knowing a lot about me and a boy who, again, oh, yeah. won't, won't be, will say no more about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, come on. We were good mates before all of that, though. Really? That's yeah, the first cool. time. I remember walking up to you in college. Um, I was coming out of the library. You were coming out of a lecture. And you pulled me to one side. And you were like, right, what are you doing with him? Are you just mucking about? Are you playing him along? No. And you, yeah, you interrogated no, me. And I was wait, like, well, listen, I know that guy in question. All right. And let's be honest, he was... I'm sure I would have been more protective over you because he was... Didn't a, feel like uh, it. <laughs> well, you know, that's college though. I mean, there's no shame. A lot of hormones flying around. We were all just mad for it, weren't we, by then? Yeah, yeah, I had to drive back then. <laughs> the thing is, it's quite hard to go back and reference those things, as we're both now in extremely committed relationships. I have a fiancé. Yeah, uh, what, the, what the hell, man? Like, how long have you and Rosie been going out? Yeah, it's well over five years now. Yeah, I've not met now, her. I think, I've not met her. You're engaged, and I've not met her. I don't want all of your toxic stench getting over that's my That's what right it now. feels like. That kind of. No, that's what no. it feels like. You know like, what I'm not. Like... I'm not introducing you to uh, to her because she's special, and you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, what it feels. Uh, that's exactly what it is. It's odd, isn't it? Because sometimes we have friends whose partners sink in like really nicely with. The groups and the vibes of friends that we have like ben for example i can see him just your hunk hunk of burning love just syncing up nicely with pretty much pretty yeah much he's he's quite he's quite easy to get on with and we went we had a um a wedding we had a serious wedding one of our friends weddings a couple of years ago now and yeah. it was it was it was literally i think i went and had a nap halfway through the day because i was <laughs> <laughs> i was really oh, tired wow. And he just he just got on with our mates and just went out yeah. and had a smoke and a chat and stuff and it was fine. I didn't have to worry about him. Mm -hmm. He's he's one of those people who can just get on with uh, anyone. Yeah, and you know that's a skill to have. I'd like to think I'm kind of in that bracket as well. I get along with everyone. Get on with it. But then other people have partners. I mean, I love my darling Rosie so much, but I think she'd find our group, our core group in particular. If they're all together, a bit intense. Because we are intense. <laughs> I have no idea what you think. Yeah, you know, we're a bit much, let's be honest. We're a bit much. So I think I mean, we I have think a one, we have one... a very specific brand of humour, which mm. is quite cutting and abrasive that some yeah. people don't understand yeah. or, or you know can get offended by. Diplomatically put, yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. So, so um What did you study in college then? Because if I had to guess... Oh, this is fun. I like this. I would say, I think I remember you being in maybe media or film lectures. <sighs> and then that's about it. I would guess, what, geography or something? I have no idea. Nope. nope. <laughs> what did you do? I did sociology. I know. <laughs> I, care. I care about the world around us and different family formats. And to be fair, I just giggled at the word lesbians for two years. <laughs> Uh, during that class 
still that mature now. Um, and I did psychology badly, <laughs> very badly, and politics. Politics? Did they even do politics in? They did. I mostly only did it because Tom was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just Tom's plus one. Woe is me. Like, but yeah, I not. was just Tom's plus one. So I didn't even know we had pol like a politics class. And psychology, that makes me think, Lisa's class, yes? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, was in that. Yeah, no, she was, were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, only for about... Oh, okay. A couple of weeks. Obviously, I had oh. to drop out of college for a, a little while. Did you drop out? Yeah, well... <laughs> I didn't drop Bere out, I just paused for a yeah. bit. Okay. Deal with a family bereavement. Oh, okay. And then when I came back, Lisa was like, you've missed a lot, don't know if you should carry on. I was like, oh, okay. Really? I always thought she was pretty good. And if it was in first year as well, I mean, it wasn't as intense as the second year, because the second year blew me away. There was so much, and I think I ended up, I think I actually, I told my mum I got a C, but I think I got an E. <laughs> <laughs> How did you, like, how did you wing that? Um, an E? How did no, I wing? No, no, how did you wing convincing your mum? Did she not look at your results or? Yeah, you just lie. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so James, how do you lie to your parents? Oh, you, you, did, you just don't tell yeah, the truth. How did you do, Jamie? Yeah, I got a, got a C, I think. I mean, as long as you don't go overboard with the lie, it's fine. So it's all right. If, I, if I'd said I got an A star or whatever, she'd probably want to see proof. She's like, oh, I don't know, you've been fucking about a lot recently. I'm not so sure. You're really into this radio thing. I'm not, I'm not sure you're really that committed to your studies. But That's actually a good segue because what did, you, what, what did you think you were going to do with politics and sociology and psychology? Uh, I just... To be fair, I went, I went to college mostly. Didn't really have anything to do with the... the studying no it was it was just a different way of living and like it was i was very close to staying in sixth form i was in sixth form for the first two weeks in cardigan school that's why i don't remember you then that's why there wasn't yeah. a definitive meeting moment you just suddenly yeah. appeared I after did. we'd all yeah. got to know each other mm -hmm. and then suddenly you were like slipped yeah. your way into our there. friendship group yeah so uh that's that's why because i was like uh, maybe maybe sixth form's the one for me I like the white shirts. I like the power. <laughs> Did you have a tie? Yeah, all of that. Love all of that. Tie. And then, I don't know, after the first couple of weeks, it just felt a bit, mm. and then Tom was telling me how college was essentially just one big party. party. People, people are just, you know, going out, partying, drinking. And that's kind of, I was like, that sounds a lot more fun than what I'm doing. So <laughs> I, I think I might make the switch. And I did, and um, I don't regret it for a second. You didn't Do you regret it? Well, you joining <laughs> or college <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really regret you joining, yeah. Were you doing the same subjects in school? I cannot remember what I chose in school. No, no, no idea. No idea. I mean, it was just for a couple of weeks. Probably would have done history. I was all right at that. Uh, but as, as to anything else, nah. <laughs> no idea. No, it was just it was just a social for the social side of it, man. It was just so liberating, wasn't it, going to college? What did you want to do that why like I don't understand why you chose those specific subjects? As I told you, I didn't I didn't do it for any particular I mean <laughs> I was interested in psychology to be honest with you. It is very interesting. 
you didn't have a career or a goal in mind then for those specific subjects uh, so for example if somebody wanted to become a doctor and they were like right well i've got to do x y and z just get uh, into oh, the same way yeah yeah pretty much right. most oh, people yeah, choose subjects yeah. based on what they want to do yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense wouldn't it uh no <laughs> no such thought <laughs> I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to be when, since I was fourteen. If that's what we're getting at, like radio is something I fell in love with. When yeah, it was about probably year eight, year nine, listening to the Zoe Ball breakfast show. Maybe oh, young. Yeah. I think I still remember the phone number for um, Chris Evans's ra- uh, breakfast show on Radio One. The Ginger Cornflake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I can remember the postcode because. <laughs> there was a competition there was a competition where you could win like a, like your own weight in sweets or something and i was a lot thinner back then so it would have been better now but um a 4dj a 4dj 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 which was the end of the postcode i'm sure i used to remember the telephone number but i swear to god as you get older more information just pushes old information out yeah that's how it is although i can still remember the the number for citv which <laughs> <laughs> uh, children's TV. How old would I have been? About eight or nine. Yeah. Oh nine, oh double one, ten, fifteen, ten. So it went. Put it in a song. Never leaves you. Yeah. I call that. I call that number about once a year as well, just to see, <laughs> just see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and it's always just not recognised. But I'm hoping one day. I do that with, but with Childline. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. Yeah. All right. My mum's being mean. I used to threaten that all the time. I'm going to call Childline. My mum would be like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, fine, it's free. It's no 800 number. It's not going to cost me anything. (laughs) Fill your boots. I think I I remember my mum actually saying, go on then, they'll laugh at you. (laughs) 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 I never did. Your problems are nothing. (laughs) Nice. Might be... uh, I hope they never a lot, did. Of, a lot of her current psychosis, but <laughs> that would be yeah, that would be a bad bad thing to do to laugh. If anyone does work for Childline and they're listening to this, don't don't laugh at them. Not a good thing to do. <laughs> no, to Not be good. avoided. No. So you wanted to be a radio man? Yeah, I just loved it. I just listening to like Mark and Lard as well on Radio One. They yes. were amazing. Good time, you know, listening to loads of music and having a laugh. It just seemed. Yeah, it just seemed beautiful. I remember telling the careers advisor I wanted to do that in school in Cardigan, and he just he just shook his head and was like, "Well, it's not." Well, this is what I mean. I would have thought if you spoke to a career advisor and said, "Right, this is this is my goal. This is what what I'd want to do," they'd push you towards things like media, or journalism, or English, or you know something that would set you off on that path. No, they didn't. (laughs) And they wanted me to be a chef, which is hilarious. A as chef. I am the worst cook. I know. No idea. I think they just spin a wheel. Yeah, I was just about to say it's like a tombola. Yeah. They're like, you're going to be an elephant oh, yeah. herder. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's always what I wanted to do from, from, a, from a young age. And thankfully, I was able to kind of make that happen. Well, how did that happen then? Well, no, it obviously had nothing to do with my studies. It was just work experience. I think that's probably the best way to, to, to get into anything, really. I mean, for the first year of me doing work experience on Radio Keradigion, as it was back in Aberystwyth, I mean, I wasn't paid. I was just there making teas, making coffees and getting involved in any little bits and pieces that I could. And it was 
yeah, it's the best thing for me, really. I mean, how did you do that? Did you just phone up and say, "Give us a job"? Uh, it was a, a friend of my mum who was going out with someone who played football with Tomo, who I'm sure. <laughs> Of you know, course Tom. it. Of course it was. Of course you, that's how you got it. The late great Tomo, who oh, recently passed away, which he is. Did. I'm very horrific. sorry for your loss. Mm. Yeah, man. No, it sucked. But um, yeah, I, I owe it all to him, really. I mean, he, he, you know, a little Ridgeway boy for people who don't know Ridgeway's a little council estate in uh, in Cardigan <clears throat> that used to have a really bad reputation. I think it's got a little better now, but still maybe a bit of a stigma around it. Are you from Ridgeway then? I, I huh? didn't know that. I, I didn't know you were from Ridgeway. You remember the little song De- you used to sing? Definitely sing? wouldn't have ever sung a song about Yeah, it. do you remember? Na 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 na. Oh, Ridgie. Go, go home. home. <laughs> nice of you, that was. Very sorry to anyone who lives in Ridgeway. That was <laughs> very specifically pointed at making fun of James, not anyone who lives in Ridgeway. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> For the benefit of the tape. Um, <laughs> was a bit of a rough area and he just thought I don't know I, he saw something in me he invested a lot of time in me to be fair and yeah I owe it, owe it to him really my first few steps into radio all because all of him oh yeah. so how long did it take how long how long were you working there before you actually got on the radio and actually did any sort of vocal work on the radio uh day one because I was I was on Tomo's show you see I was right. his little for, for a long time, he hosted this breakfast show that went out. You were the whipping time. boy. You were the butt of the jokes. Yeah, pretty much. James the student. I was christened James the student. Um, were you a student? You didn't actually go to uni, did you? Uh, that was that was when I was in college. Oh, right. Well, I was 17. See, you I know, didn't know this. I didn't know you yeah. were working on the radio in college. It was, it was first year college work experience. So I would have been 17. Yeah. Oh That's my god. Do you know what I did for my work experience? I worked, you know Adam Barra, one of our friends, unfortunately has also passed away. His dad runs this a printing is bleak, press. isn't it? Right? We've already mentioned the three deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we, like 20 minutes in? <laughs> yeah. Death's going to he- uh, feature heavily, oh I can't speak. Bit of an impact. Fe- feature heavily in this. Mm. Um, anywho, his dad uh, owns a printing press in Fishguard, which did a very specific niche magazine for Crufts, uh, the dog show. <laughs> so I got work experience there, mainly because it was just down the road. And um, yeah, me and me and Adam Barra just had a, a lovely week of uh, smoking fags and <laughs> making a dog magazine. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, he did well, Adam Barrow as well. He was a journalist, wasn't he? He, he was. went to that. That's where it all began. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. God love him. But yeah, I mean that's that's how this whole radio thing properly got started for me. Um and eventually, a few years, I think I was classified as a professional radio presenter, a broadcaster at 21, which was so within four years, it was my main job, which was immense. Yeah, that is. Did you have to travel up to Aberystwyth? Was it based in Aberystwyth then? It was, yeah. So I had to travel (laughs) up to Aberystwyth. Obviously, I I didn't, well, I didn't drive at that point. Not obviously. You can drive at 17, but (laughs) I didn't. I was spending all my money on uh, on booze and parties. Definitely not um, on a, be able to afford a car or anything at that point. So yeah, got lifts up from Tomo when I was with him. And then when I eventually got a weekend show, uh, my mum, love her. Love your mum. Um, she used to drive me every Saturday and Sunday morning. I had to be there for half five. So 
Yeah, she drives me at like four, four in the morning, half four in the morning from Cardiff. Oh my God. Props Good to your mum. That. that is like the nicest. She loves you, man. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's love right there. I don't think yeah. I'd do that for Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey because I can't drive, but. Um... <laughs> I think it's different if, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not a parent, so I don't know. But I think if she could visibly see, which she could see, that this was what I really wanted to do. That, like, there was a lot of passion. Like, I was at home listening to Radio Carity going all the day, making notes on all of the presenters and everything, just, just taking it all in. Like, I was so yeah. invested. And I think if she, if she saw I was just fucking about, just for a laugh, maybe she wouldn't have done that. But she could see how much that meant to me. And she, you know, she stepped up, which was incredible for about... I think it was about six six months to a year maybe doing that i talked over you again i apologize are you the eldest i am of how oh. many Oof, there's a question i should know that <laughs> mum's like a catholic bunny um <laughs> think yeah there's there's five of us and then we have two additions who have uh, two two step brothers and sisters who have got involved as well so seven so a step brother got involved like they they specifically went uh, i want to yeah, be a step sibling yeah they invested <laughs> in my family. dad <laughs> they bought shares they bought shares got involved uh <laughs> there was a merger <laughs> yeah. hostile yeah. takeover yeah <laughs> pretty much um, so yeah the eldest of of five boys i guess as far as my mum is concerned that is i mean i can't imagine that that must sound yeah. like hard work for your mum and she's one of those people who was just born for it though you know like is a mum just 100 percent mum yeah 100 percent mum that's what it's all about i mean a part of me thinks maybe she just really wanted a daughter i was like i'll roll she that kept dice. trying <laughs> i'll roll that dice again and maybe eventually we'll get there but uh, bless her. But we do have Meg, the uh, the stepsister who's got involved, who's a lovely lady. Um, I think my mum's happy with that now as well. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got I've got this fear that um, like one boy is he's boisterous, man. He is <laughs> uh, he's a handful. He literally throws himself around the room. I was really grateful when uh, he started Matherin, which is nursery here um i was really grateful when he started because he was covered in bruises and i was really worried that someone was going to call childline on me <laughs> or you know social services oh, or something yeah, and when yeah. he started like the very first day i got a note in his book that said he's had an accident he's bumped his head and i was like yeah i know because he just throws himself <laughs> off stuff so i'm really glad other people can see it's not me i'm it's not him. beating my son up my, my son is just an acrobat a boy not a very good one <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why he's practicing. You'll get there. He'll when get I was there. little, I used to roll around my grandparents' living room on their buffet, um, pretending I was a gladiator. So it might be hereditary. Yeah, <laughs> that's good vibes. I mean, I feel this is a bit weird for me because obviously, when I'm working in radio, it's usually me doing the interviewing and everything. It's a bit weird me getting interviewed now. I kind of feel like I want to throw questions your way. Is that against? Am I allowed to ask you questions? This is the pilot episode, so I'm not going to overrule it if you want okay. to ask questions. All right. Well, no, not loads. Well, no, just with regards to, like, are you, probably a big question, but would you want another child or something? Oh, like... right. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of a tough one because, yes, I don't want him to be a weirdo. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I didn't want to say that. But only children, you can always tell. You, you can, can always tell an only child. You can mm -hmm. tell if someone is a single child. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a, a bad, uh, just, do I say entitlement? Is there a, 
there's a vibe of entitlement there. Yes, yes. I don't want it to have the selfish qualities mm. that you quite often see with only children. All <laughs> the loneliness. Because I, mm. I grew up with four siblings, no, three siblings. I was yeah. one of four. And yeah, we fought, but also the bond that I share with them, I, you know, I don't want to deprive him of that, especially later on in life. Because yeah, you, you fight and stuff when you're younger, but when you're adult, it's so different. You actually have someone who went through, it's a bit like, um, band of brothers like people you know you've it's like you've been through war together um you know um, you know my family have been through quite a lot of hardship heartache mm -hmm. and yeah, having yeah. someone who literally went through the exact same thing as, as you is mm. it, you know invaluable i love yeah. the fact that i can talk to my sister about anything and i could talk to my brother about anything but he wouldn't answer back it's it's nice to have that bond and i i feel like yes i do want another kid ben's all for it ben wants a little girl i'm sure he does <laughs> randy little son <laughs> he um yeah he's ter he's so broody so broody yeah. he's just got to see a, like a cute kid on tv and he's like oh. let's go <laughs> i'm like no thank you <laughs> i don't know i think i'm not ready right now my That's my body cool. physically went through a lot with bailey i had quite a a long and arduous labour with him. Really? It's giving birth hard. I never. That... <laughs> I mean, some people know, but others, yeah. <laughs> difficult. Jesus. I think it was like 30 hours I was in labour for. Oh, that's a good amount of time. Nearly died. <laughs> Had to have really? blood transfusions. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Had to have a C section. Mm, it, was, it was really bad. Well, well done <laughs> on not dying. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks to the oh, NHS, actually. The NHS mm. were the ones who did all that, not me. Just lay there and made jokes about how high I was. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't jokes. You really were that high. <laughs> I really was. I literally had all of the drugs. I was like, yeah, man, go for it. <laughs> nice. Do what you got to do. Pethidin? Yeah, go on then. Didn't really work, actually, pethidin. Aye, okay. I could still feel the pain, and I was like, <laughs> I'm really high. So I can <laughs> feel the pain, but it's not bothering me. <laughs> okay. Could you see? like? Had you taken so much you couldn't see anymore or no i could see i was just there were moments where i, <laughs> I wasn't quite lucid <laughs> okay well fair enough anyway i digress kids mm. maybe <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it goes okay. yeah i'd like another one we'll see not yet though but then you've got to worry about the gap in between like are they going to be different ages and i think if there's more of a I think if they're like closely, be closely the same age, they will fight more. I think just judging on like me and my brothers, like the, the brothers who were kind of like closest in age always clashed more. Mm. And if there was like a gap of around about four years or five years, my mum would turn one out every two and a half years, like clockwork. Um, then, you know, five oh, years. Poor mum. We've just talked about how wonderful she is driving you yes. to your passion. <laughs> You're making fun of her, popping I'm not making fun. Well, no, I mean, it's just facts. She did turn them out every two and a half years. <laughs> from the year, from 1987 till about early noughties. <laughs> that's, that's what she did. Baby <laughs> making <Got> machine. <laughs> I don't know. Could you deal with brother squabbling or brother and sister squabbles? The difficulty I've got at the moment is Ben and Bailey being too rough with each other. They roughhouse. <laughs> ben should know better being the father, right? Yeah, should do, should do. <laughs> but he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't have brothers the same age as him, so his brothers are 15 years older. Jesus. 
yeah yeah there was a hell of a gap he was a he was a miracle baby or a, a really big whoopsie <laughs> a big whoopsie <laughs> so he bad. never had he never had siblings to roughhouse with his own age okay and um yeah him and bailey are the big mates really big mates and sometimes that's difficult then if ben wants to discipline him bailey doesn't see him as a as like an author authoritarian Is that the right word? okay that's sweet or slightly troubling. I mean, that must be annoying for you because it means you're always the bad guy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with being the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but then I get to do the good decisions as well. So, like, the, the, the buck stops with me, but also mm. I control everything. And you know me, I like to control everything. So I, hey. I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. But the roughhousing, yeah, I do have to sometimes say, right, both of you, sit apart stop it sorry you send your partner to the corner kind of thing sit on the naughty step ben think about what you've done pretty much yeah i i do because (laughs) he's quite childish um so (laughs) they'll be play fighting and then bailey will start saying like ow get off i'm like right ben stop it now but then he was obviously pissing about and he like punch bit Ben in the balls or something. Um, that's a bit harsh. He doesn't do anything that hard, but he'll, he'll continue to provoke Ben. And so it just, it goes back and forth. And I literally have to go, right, stop it. Both oh, of you. Interesting time. I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> is that normal? Is that sweet? Who I'm knows? Not, I think it is sweet, isn't it? Maybe slightly frustrating at some point. I mean, when he gets older, Oh maybe. my God, it's just going to get worse, isn't it? When he starts becoming like a teenager and and stronger, it's just going to get worse. But then there's more danger. There's more danger. I mean, Bailey's going to be in more perilous positions. Uh, You know, doing stupid shit that we all did when we were teenagers. Maybe Ben's parental mode will kick in then. Be like, don't get in the car with that pill-head drunk toss back. I'm your dad. It's not fucking happening. I don't know, because they both went down the skate park the other day. Yeah, the skate park and (laughs) the car with, like, some dodgy fucker. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But, um, yeah, no, they did, like, go down the skate park with Ben's mate, and they were all just hanging out down the skate park. Oh, there we are. (laughs) You are, Bailey, have a fag. She'll have me. (laughs) I do live in Caffilly now, so. Yeah. Oh, no, shit. That was under, are you guys still under lockdown, or? Yes. Yes, but it's local lockdown, so basically everything's still open. We just we we're under a proverbial bubble, uh, like in The Simpsons. We're in a quarantine bubble, so no one can leave Caffey or come in, but we are free to do whatever we want around here. Apart from um, you have to wear masks inside shops, and you've still got to do the the two meters distancing. So yeah, I've seen you on uh, on social media. You're a you're a keen advocate of playing by the rules quite fierce with other people who don't I am I am a fierce advocate of playing by the science yes well rules science well no 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 because there's a big difference between the actual science and what the government uh, are issuing as directives or rules okay expand (laughs) educate me well, okay, for all, for example, uh, Boris Johnson's entire coverage of COVID has just been an absolute joke, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it's I that sound like you, do you remember, do you remember when you were covering the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> and you were talking about the opening ceremony on the mm. radio and you just kept, kept repeating the same thing over and over. That's how I feel like I just 
Oh, did I do that? Well, to be fair, I was probably still drunk. <laughs> we did get very drunk when you were supposed to be watching the opening ceremony. Yes, I, don't, I was just lying. I think I only knew one thing about the opening ceremony, so just kept saying it. Yeah. I think yeah. that was pretty much it. I don't think you're repeating it. But it has been weird as far as <laughs> Boris is concerned, just kind of being like, yeah, go out mingle, half price food don't. or whatever. Yeah, then, yeah exactly. You go out, spend money, don't see your friends. Um, mm. But do see your friends if it's in a pub and you can pay for it. Don't do this, but, you know, do not yeah. do this. Go on holiday. Jump on a plane. <clears throat> yeah. Have a holiday. But you can't go to a, a football match and be spaced apart or whatever yeah there are some uh, hypocrisies there aren't there there's yeah. a lot yeah contradictions i think basically as long as we all just stay home as much as possible do not interact with people you know physically as much as possible that's the best way to fight this if you have exactly. to go out yeah wear a mask and stay away from people don't cough in people's faces <laughs> don't Simple. lick anyone yeah well you should be doing that anyway really but you know <clears throat> to be fair Right. So, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> favourite colour. Now, this is a big question, isn't it? Favourite colour. I mean, that's... Yeah, can be. The biggie. So, I think I tricked my brain into thinking it's blue. I don't <laughs> think it actually is blue. I think it's, like, purpley red. But because of my, like, tribalistic loyalties to Leicester City Football Club... I think there are flags over there somewhere. <laughs> I, think, I think I've tricked myself into thinking <clears throat> it's blue. But what I think it's funny is I always think you support Leeds. So oh, <laughs> you know what? You're not the only one. Christmas Day. Al, it's the same thing, Christmas isn't it? Day, I got a calendar from Rosie. Lovely gift, football calendar, featuring my favourite team. Leeds. United. I was like, you fucking serious? It's like, well, why is Leeds, isn't it? <laughs> no! It's a fucking Leicester City flag on my head! I did ask for Leicester, the, the guy got it wrong. I'm not entirely convinced the guy did get it wrong, to be honest with you. But <clears throat> there we go. So, yeah, I'm going to say blue. Just Leicester loyalties. Yeah, I think I'm... it's an important question. Because when, you, when you're growing up, if you are somebody's best friend, you have to know their favourite colour. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. I mean... <laughs> It was all based on which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle when I was younger. So I think when I was, <clears throat> yeah, although actually, weirdly, you see, it was red. It was Raphael. I like, well, that's just because I like the little daggers. They've got a name and I can't remember it. Raphael, Donatello. No, not the, the, the knife things. Oh, God, I don't know. Can I look it up? I know they've got, they're not just fork things. Just those daggers. Daggers. <laughs> Sigh. Yeah, we'll cut this out. No worries. Pretty sure my favourite colour is kind of like a burgundy colour, really, but I just say blue. That's red and blue mixed together anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. Like a purpley, reddy, bluey. Yeah, that, that kind of vibe. <laughs> Pretty much. So what's your favourite memory or story uh, of us growing up? I mean, that's a bit of pressure, isn't it? That is a bit of pressure answering that. What, what do you go for? I mean, do you go for like the, the hedonistic times where maybe we overindulged without going into too much detail, just in case this, this does go public? Because there have been some belting times where things have got a little bit silly. We could cover that. Or I could say probably a moment where I felt kind of proud of you. 
was probably in Fishguard. I think I met Bailey for the first time. And I was with Jenny Farfar. I think we went, it was like there was some cafe in like some big chapel, I think. Yeah, uh, Furren, the Furren. Yeah. Go check them out. They're awesome. Yeah. It's a converted <laughs> church. Yeah. Yeah, which was, you know. It was, I don't it remember was, this story though. Well, it's not, it's not so much a story. It's not so, it's just a memory. It's just because the years previous, I remember, <clears throat> let's, let's be honest, you really wanted a kid, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like you were like, it was like this longing thing and sometimes things went, didn't go according to plan. And I particularly remember at one point sticking my foot in it so badly, not meaning to, but I, I said something when we were in a group of friends. And I think I just quipped. I was like, oh, <laughs> you're a bit moody place. You're pregnant or something like an idiot teenager, just, you know, Ugh. and obviously something was going on in your life and within... A second you were in floods of tears you were like I'm, I was like oh I don't know what to do and Joe bless who was with me was just like just just hug her you idiot <laughs> um, oh god I, you hug. I was like sorry I just I'm obviously completely unaware of the backstory there or whatever and so fast forwarding to happier times when you had baby and you know I walked into that and I, I saw you with the boy I was just I was just proud I was just happy for you um it was just just a lovely moment, really, because I just you were just a cracking mum, and it was just everything. You just seemed it just seemed right, you know, when things just fit. Yeah, yeah, it just felt. <clears throat> yeah, it it just felt like that's how it was always supposed to be. Getting oh, a bit I, bloody emotional now, James. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean that's that's it, and I was just obviously being a <clears throat> a guy and all that. <clears throat> I didn't really vocalise that at the time or verbalise that. But I remember just sitting there, like, with my coffee, just seeing you and Bailey, just being like, oh, it's like relief. <laughs> just, like, for you, I was just like, oh. Do you, did you feel vindicated oh, after uh, upsetting me that one time? <laughs> well, at least well, she's now had a kid, so she's yeah. not going <laughs> to cry about oh, yeah. it now. No, it was just a journey for you, because, you know, it's just, I was just relieved for you. Um, well, yeah, no, I have had a lot of uh, issues regarding, like, hmm. fertility and also shit relationships where it's maybe was going to happen and didn't and um yeah so thanks so that was, really just, nice. that was just a fucking lush moment and um that's that's probably what i'll what i'll go for to be honest because it was just really nice it wasn't not so much a a, a massive story of us getting into loads of trouble Please oh, thank god me. actually thank you for not doing that because you've got <laughs> no, a fair no. few, you've got a fair few stories that could like be hung over my head so yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> I'm sure there'll be plenty more of our friends who will go into the more kind of uh, devilish side of of our stories back in the day or whatever. But for right me, that, worry. that's yeah. Well, it happened. <laughs> okay, so who's your favourite band? Oh God, my favourite band. See, unfortunately, recently the lead singer of that band has been oh. done. In his misses, yeah, which is horrible. So I don't Sabian. really want to. Uh, I don't really want to shine any light on that. <clears throat> yeah, but that's See, not the rest of the band's fault. No, no, that's true. Like he is a massive dickhead, but mm -hmm. you can hate the artist but like the art. Yeah, I know, but I mean, let's just say Lost Profits, for example, and they are not my favourite band. <laughs> let's just say Lost Profits, <laughs> like, even though Ian Watkins, pedo, pedo scum. 
<clears throat> even though if you if you separate what he's done from the but i can't listen to lost profits no, no i've got to be honest i've not listened to them since exactly all, all that goes through your head standing on the rooftops no 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 all you actually hear is pedo 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 like i just i just can't listen yeah. to it anymore and i'll be honest i don't think i can i can really listen to kasabian anymore they were my favorite band because lester links and everything leads leads links yeah um i think it's, it would be different if it was just like and no offense to mu musicians out there but if he was just the drummer or the guitarist or the yeah. bassist you can sort of go ah it could be anyone playing that but when it's the vocalist then you're like oh no yeah that's yeah. representing this song you're the face of this song mm. you're the voice of this song yeah and what's so, particularly uh, horrible for me uh, is i was i was lucky enough at the time like one of my first big interviews was interviewing Kasabian. And he, I interviewed Tom, Tom Megan. Uh, it's not long after Michael Jackson died. And we were talking about Michael Jackson, Leicester City. For me, it was like, it was incredible speaking to who was my <laughs> idol kind of thing. And, and I was just some kid who didn't really have a clue at that point. Um, like late teens, early twenties or whatever. I didn't really, I didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. And he was so sweet and he was generous with his time. And so just the disappointment when I heard that, um, I mean, it's a tricky, hopefully he gets, he's still with the woman he was alleged to have done that to, or did do that to. Uh, well, yeah, it's not alleged. That. Unfortunately, he did it in front of the, the woman's son. Apparently, so. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's absolutely horrific. And you oh yeah, for legal reasons, I wasn't there, so I can't. <laughs> well, I think actually. Or deny. Yeah, well, it was, you know, he's found guilty in court. He admitted it. So, you know, it did happen and that's horrible. So, I mean, Kasabian, so many good gigs with friends, whatever. I kind of want to say them, but I, I just can't. Can I? Can I? Well, what, what song or album would you recommend then, as opposed to the band? Oh, I can't. I can't do it. No, I'm not going <laughs> to do it. I just can't. It just, it just doesn't sit easy with me. I know, probably Block Party. I mean, that gig we went to. What a gig that was. They're probably my favourite. Yeah, I love that. I love choosing you to go to that gig with me. <laughs> we had a, what a night. What a night. Loads of people asking for that ticket. I was like, you know what? I'll ask my mate Fliss to go. She's in Cardiff. We'll go up to the Students' Union, see Block Party. <laughs> Bit of silent alarm. Oh, incredible. I'm sorry. <laughs> you going to explain what actually happened? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, there. I do genuinely like Block Party. I really like Block Party. And um, yeah, we sh probably should have gone. But instead, yeah, I was living up in Cardiff and you had a ticket to go see Block Party. And <laughs> instead of going, we just stayed in the flat and got drunk. <laughs> and it turned into a fuck Block Party party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, I have to think not, about it was nothing against the band though that's the thing because i do genuinely like the band but it was like eh, should we just stay here and get drunk instead and we're like yeah all right and then your mate from from school turned up as well chris Did he? yeah he was friends with my housemate at the time so okay. like one of your one of your friends from school turned up and then we had some other people around and it just turned into a fuck block party party yeah. so sorry yeah. block party <laughs> Never mind. Well, I did. I did hand those tickets off to someone else, so it was fine. They didn't go begging or anything, so it was all good. So I think there have been quite a few occasions where I've led you astray. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. I mean, 
without going into what compromising position you were in, this sounds so much worse than it actually is. I do remember going into this room at Nia's house. Nia used to host a lot of parties. I just, and I was quite innocent at the time. And uh, you know what? We Actually, it's better that people can imagine what scenario this was. No, no, um, I'm not sure if this is going to make it in, <laughs> into uh, the final no. cut. Okay. Right. But, <coughs> yeah, that was funny. Go on. Literally, I, I can always the, edit. We'll, we'll cut it out in post. It's fine. Go I on. I literally just opened the door and <laughs> looked up and was like, Don't look at me! It was amazing. Don't yeah. look at me! I was, because, I was <laughs> because I saw you as like fairly innocent. I was. And in, you corrupted me. <laughs> in college, I was, I was a fucking wild child. I, I was just off the rails. And uh, yeah, you did walk in on me doing something compromising. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct was not to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I simply said, don't look at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was glorious. Good night. <laughs> what a night. That's going to be fun if people don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good time. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Reluctantly, I guess, Kasabian are my favourite band. There we are. Roundabout way of doing it, but... Okay, but what's your... Not my favourite gig, though. I was going to say, what's your favourite gig? What's the favourite live music event you've been to? It better be Blue Rock. (laughs) 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 Go on without me! (laughs) Um, Blue Rock was a festival down in Pembrokeshire um, with local acts. Just, it was a great, great local festival with camping. It was great. Great I don't time. know how the authorities allowed that, to be honest, but fuck, it was amazing. Right? <laughs> I don't know if I can say that for legal reason. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was amazing. Because it, like, it was like a festival headlined by people you knew in you college. You knew? Yeah, they were like... And there were like amazing okay, crowds. Okay played on the main stage. And we basically, yeah. we were friends with all of those. You played, because you yeah, didn't want I to play <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Uh, Celeste on the trumpet. She was incredible. Yep. He's major. I think that was a different yeah. band, wasn't it? Was that okay? That was Johnny Axefinger, I think. Johnny Axefinger! Oh, Johnny Axefinger! Yeah. Oh, my. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't think Dogzuki ever made it onto the bill. <laughs> I would have loved that, but... Oh, that would have been good. I did, I did love Dogzuki. You can't have it all. <clears throat> um, anyway, but, real, real talk. What's your uh, favourite like, music event? It was at a festival. It was... Reading Festival 2008, and somehow me and the beautiful, beautiful Ridian, small but hard Ridian, made it to the front, the very front of Rage Against the Machines headline set. Oh, wow! I mean, that just doesn't happen. Anyone who's been to the festival, you know, if you get near, you can get near the front and it's all crushed, but we were slap bang in the middle, right at the front. 2008, Rage Against the Machine, and as soon as they went on stage, it was like the klaxon sirens going off in their Guantanamo Bay outfits with bags over their heads. Fucking hell. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that. Usually, you get invested in a show because of the music, whatever, you could dance, but that it kind of energised experience. You. Yeah, it energised you politically as well. Like, I mean, back in that, I'm pretty sure it was, it was George Bush who was president, and you thought yeah. he was a joke. And he thought it couldn't get worse than that. 
<laughs> how God. sweet how sweet summer children we were <laughs> god i never thought i'd miss george bush for your president <laughs> but fuck it you know what i think i do um but in saying that rage against the machine during that time i mean anyone who knows me i'm not like hugh who i'm sure you'll have on at some point i'm not like a you know, I have my political leanings or whatever, but I, I'm not what you would call an activist on any level, um, really. But during that set, fucking hell, if you had put George Bush in front of me or something and given me a gun, I would have shot him. <laughs> I would have. No, I would have. They, they, they managed to get the crowd into that much of a frenzy and it was that political, you know, going on about Guantanamo Bay and jumping all up and down like that. It was just fucking hell. It was, it was unreal, unreal gig. The fact I was there with a good mate, slap bang in the middle as well, it was uh, not going to be a gig better than that. I mean, hopefully there will be, but I just can't envisage it. <laughs> just the right age, right time, sweaty mosh pit. I mean, without the political aspects of it as well, fucking tunes, fucking jam spice. They could bloody rock me. Yeah, I covered quite a few Rage Against the Machine songs when I was in a band. Well, when I was in one of the bands I was yeah. been in. Yeah, I, do you know, looking back, I don't think I pulled it off. <laughs> At the time, nice. I was like, I am Zach De La Rocha. I'm going to fucking nail this. And like, yeah, I got all the words right. But there's something not quite right about, in hindsight, um, a young white girl singing, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, singing rage lyrics. Yeah, yeah. You needed to grow an afro. That's probably what it was. That's what I was missing. Yeah. Yeah. That would, have, that would have completed it. Or being, um, you know, a man of colour. Well, that would have worked too. <laughs> um, so yeah, undoubtedly, Rage Against the Machine, Reading 2008, favourite gig. And I was supposed to see them again at Reading this year, but fucking Rona messed that up as well. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot to answer for as our Rona. What a bitch. I've been alright though. I've been fine. What, as in being tucked sweat? Well, mother, has your life change that much no <laughs> i mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I i've had to have, have bailey home from school which is fine yeah we get on luckily <laughs> <laughs> we don't clash <laughs> no yeah we're, we're we're really good mates in fact i, I call him my best friend oh yeah, I, know, I know that's really sad i oh god i don't oh, mate, want to be... okay it's not sad because <laughs> i mean is this should i mention this I'm going to anyway, you can cut it out later if you want. Mm -hmm. um, when I was seeing this other girl, like years and years ago, who had a child, I remember, not going to mention names, but I remember getting back from the pub or whatever, getting pretty drunk, and speaking to her little boy and just, just having a giggle, and she was like, no, 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 go to bed, go to bed, or whatever. I was like, oh, don't tell him to go, he's my mate. And she was like, he's not your mate, he's three. I'm like, no, 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 no. He's, he's my mate! Really drunk. <laughs> really, he's my mate. I can't believe you're saying he's not my mate. He is my mate. He's, <laughs> he's three years old. And to be fair, she, she was wrong, but also quite right. Yeah. She might have been safeguarding a three-year-old child from a drunk man. But uh, <laughs> Weird time. So I get what you mean. They do become your mate, you know. Hell yeah. Especially because, yeah. like, I'm raising him, so I'm raising him to be fucking cool and a badass. <laughs> and he likes all the same things that I like. Well, to an extent, um, he does. He doesn't shut up sometimes, but you know, it's cool. It's oh, cool. I wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, sorry, I talk over you a lot. <laughs> I'm just very chatty. I'm very chatty. It's all right. It's good. 
what this uh, this pod's all about. What's your favourite film? Oh God, I should have. Think you. Mm, what is my favourite film? Probably. Oh, I know what it is. Actually, I watched it the other day. It just is Dark Knight. Is it Batman? Yeah. It's the best film. Uh... Oh come on! Maybe it's a little on the nose, but it is. It's the only film I ever watched at the cinema. And then as soon as it finished, and it's quite a long film as well, it's like two and a half hours. Like a child, I just wanted to watch it again. <laughs> okay, so I remember having a big conversation with one of our friends about this, who's also a, a massive Batman nerd. I was of the Tim Burton mindset for Batman. Oh, you like camp Batman? Oh, I love Batman Forever. Okay. For Batman Returns, which is the one with Poison Ivy. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I like, I like gritty. Well, this is the thing. I was like, that's more like Batman. And then this, a friend of ours, proceeded to <laughs> um, berate me and explain why I was wrong for a good couple of hours afterwards. I think I know who this friend is. <laughs> um, because he uh, was very, very much into the graphic novels, not comics, graphic novels. Yeah. And then he got yeah. them out and he showed me like Frank Miller's artwork and, you know, the comparisons between the, the nitty gritty dark Batman of DC and how it was being translated in things like Tim Burton and, and the yeah. um, and the Adam West version as well, which is very comic book, <laughs> not graphic novel. So it's all pow and all that nonsense. All good fun. And, and like our friend is capable of doing, he convinced me that I was wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah okay I, and after that I was like okay yes because initially when I saw the film I thought yes it's a good standalone film it just didn't line up with my vision of what Batman was but then obviously oh, wow. after this conversation and I was told I was wrong uh, <laughs> I saw it saw it from his perspective and yes I can agree it is very good and is more true to the Batman graphic novels than Tim Burton ever could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a masterpiece, that film. Saying that. Right. There are a couple of things that I hate about it. All right. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Let's throw down. The way he says a storm's coming. <laughs> and leverage. Like that Christian I mean... Bale guttural growl thing that he's got going on just seems really forced and it's i don't think it's scary or intimidating i think it's just like I, oh what are you doing <sighs> i mean you're right if someone was just talking like that normally in normal attire yeah you're right of course it would be fucking ridiculous but he's fucking with a bat, bat suit on yeah yeah i know but he, when he's batman he's got to differentiate otherwise people are mm -hmm. going to know it's it's bruce bruce wayne oh yeah so he's, it's not obvious otherwise i don't think it is <laughs> Don't you, don't you have a go at Haverford West's very own Christian Bale? He does, not, he does not claim Haverford West as his, as his birthday. I know, but it doesn't matter. He says he's English. Like he, I'm, sure it, I'm sure it says somewhere that his parents were from Camrose or something ridiculous. And he's like, no, not Camrose. No, I did. Hampton Road or somewhere. Yeah, I don't care what he says. He was on GMTV speaking to... <laughs> Um, and Ben Shepherd was like, oh, you're from this lovely place called Haverford West. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, I've got nothing against Wales, but I'm not Welsh. But we're still going to claim him. He was born in Withy. 
Batman was fucking Welsh. Well, he's not now. <laughs> now Robert Patterson's Batman. Hey, right. I, I need to talk to you about that. What do you think? Have you seen the trailers? <sighs> the trailer looks badass. I mean, doesn't that, that, it? Oh Come my on. God. I mean, anything that blends Batman with Nirvana, I'm just going to love. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to love it. Instant I mean, there's no, there's no way I couldn't. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. I mean, it's like, from what I've read about it, it's, it's early, early Batman, isn't it? So he's not quite the finished article film or whatever. So, I mean, I'll give, I can't, thing is, I can imagine Robert Patterson is an amazing Batman. And in that trailer, you can see him beating the shit out of some guy. I'm like, yeah, I can invest in that. But as a kind of like gothic-y emo Bruce Wayne, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing where it's like, can he pull that off? I, th I think he'll do a decent job as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne, I think that remains to be seen. But I like Robert Pattinson as an actor. And I'm the, vi the, the vibe of this Batman film is going to be very similar, I think, to The Dark Knight. There's going to be like gritty vibes to it. The Riddler isn't just a jokey character like mm -hmm. Jim. As much as I love Jim Carrey, that was a bit over the top, was it? His Riddler kind of thing. It was just nature of the film i think this wriggler is going to be scary as fuck wriggler i'm i'm very much looking forward to it i really am. i'm the wriggler <laughs> 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 i've not seen robert patterson in many films other than twilight so when i saw that he was cast i was like oh god that sounds awful but yeah. having watched the trailer it does look Oh yeah, that that Nirvana cover. Oof, oof, oof. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, it just looks gritty and dark and interesting, and yeah, I'm quite up for giving it a go. I have not actually seen um, Ben Affleck as Batman. I've completely um, forgotten about Ben Affleck, to be honest. <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 not all that. Not all that. Didn't pay too much attention to the Batman versus Superman thing or no. Suicide Squad or any of that. Going back to that Batman trailer though, did you realise who I think is <gasps> Colin there? Farrell as Penguin? Is that um, what you're gonna say? Sorry. That's not what I was <laughs> I mean I'm excited about that. Love a bit of Colin Farrell as Penguin, but more more strangely, I'm pretty sure the mayor is Trevor from EastEnders. What? <laughs> I don't think you're right. No, I'm no. telling you. I'm no. pretty sure it is. Have a little look. <laughs> the one who used to be horrible to Little Mo. That's probably, you mean? Yeah. That's like the last era of EastEnders I ever watched. Um, What's it called? What's the new Batman called? The Batman. Yeah, I think. I don't think you're right. We go circle back to what I was saying about Colin Farrell. He is unrecognisable as the Penguin. It's it's beautiful. Like he looks hideous, and I'm all for it. Yeah. Would you as the Penguin? Would you have a bang? No, he's got a big Going what was underneath? No, 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 no. I don't think it would. As the mayor? Pretty sure. Well, he's a fat guy holding a press conference. Might not be the mayor. <laughs> I'll just Wait. search for that on IMDb. Fat guy holding <laughs> press conference. No, definitely. I'm, he's definitely in it anyway. Trevor from EastEnders. He's definitely in it. Wait, no, in do you know trailer. what would be easier if I look up EastEnders? Because I think, I'm pretty sure he also had a role in... Uh, Chernobyl. He was in that, and he got his. Oh, that was good. He got his knob out in that. That was Trevor from EastEnders. One of the mining. Alex Ferns. more. Was he actually Scottish? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, actually, no. The character was Scottish. No, that's 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 what I mean. <laughs> There's a lack of trust in our relationship, Fliss. You don't believe me. You're having to do your homework. 
I'm telling you, it's him. You've let me down so many times before. <laughs> You're fucking right. Vindication! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's got a beard and glasses. But and he was in Chernobyl as well. You're right. Yep. I'm so I'm sorry. He showed everyone the goods in Chernobyl. He was a naked miner. Got his oh. wang out. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, so if I look up his picture, I'll see a picture of his willy. Hopefully. Dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Ferns Norb. <laughs> Hey. Are you really Googling that now? No! Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I've been very good and I've uh, not looked up Chris Evans's knob, as in hot Chris Evans, Captain America Chris Evans, not Ginger Chris right. Evans. Is that um, out there? Is that doing uh, the round? Yeah, so recently he did uh, an Instagram story or something where, I don't know, he, he basically showed his own dick pic by accident. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's out there and it's t it's taken a lot not to look, but I'm all for, you know, owning your own body. The thing is, though, I mean, I'll say go search it out, but I mean, no, that's go that's going to follow. I'm not going to. I'm not going it's, to. It's, it's going to pop up somewhere, <laughs> so to speak. I wish. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be on social media platforms, right? And also by accident, how by accident? Sorry, how do you accidentally flash your knob or an Instagram thing? It I'm was. A picture in his camera roll, I think. So he's obviously been sending oh. Dickus Pickus, and oh, yeah. um, he like showed something on his. I, see, I don't even know. I don't know the specifics. All I know is Chris Evans is Dick. <laughs> Bliss, no look. That's that's as far okay. as I've got. Nice. I really want to though. <laughs> I'll have a little look at that now. <laughs> oh, a little God. look at this. No, I won't do that. I mean, there was a similar thing. Was it Scarlett Johansson? Something similar happened. Well, to this her? is what I mean. I I'm very much for having autonomy over your own, you know, nudes and stuff. So I think it'd be hypocritical of me to support women who have had, you know, nudes leaked of them mm -hmm. and then go and look at a guy who also had the same thing done. So that's why I'm doing it and I'm trying to be strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. I've just been looking at old pictures of him in like not another teen movie where he's naked anyway and just imagining. So it's fine. There we are. I mean, to be fair, the production value on that's probably going to be a lot better as well. So you're not missing out. I'm lactose intolerant, but I would lick that cream. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Sorry, Bailey, if you're listening to this. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is not what you want to hear your mother saying, I know. But. Oh, I've got it. See, see, this is what I don't like about being a mother is I've got a sense of that side of me because I'm a mother. But it's just mm. like, no, I'm a dirty whore and everyone knows it. So... <laughs> Why have I got to be quiet about it? <clears throat> <laughs> Go on. No, what? you are not a dirty whore. I don't... Oh. I can be if I want to be, and you can't stop me. Okay, well, that's fine. Again, Bailey, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> right. This is future Bailey we've got to worry about anyway. He's going to have to put up with a lot of shit before then from me, you know, <laughs> before he gets to 18. He'll be used to it by 18, you know. I'll have leaked my own friends by then. Good times. <laughs> Anywho. Next question. Next question. Have you got any tattoos or piercings? And I know you've definitely got one tattoo. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got a few. No, around. no, not those ones. Not, not, the, yeah, not, not those ones. Not the good yeah, ones. Yeah, you know those. <laughs> bad boys. Watch out for the guns, they'll get you. <laughs> not the good ones. Huh? Not the good ones. What, you having to go at this octopus man? No, he's good. He's very good. 
Are you having a go at Star Wars? No. Millennium Falcon's awesome. Yeah. We you can... know what I'm having a go at? Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I was 17. Explain I... then. Oh. Show, show the camera. Show the camera. I don't want to. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's pretty... I mean, this was my first tattoo, and it was my only tattoo for a little while. And, I mean, as soon as I got it, I was referred to as the Painted Man. What? By who? No one, <laughs> because it's so fucking small. <laughs> oh, my God. What an emo fuck I was. <laughs> well, it worked. All that... Anyway, who are you to criticise me? You know, more than anyone, how a little emo flourish can, especially at those years, can uh, really boost a guy's sex appeal Fuck with impressionable teenage emo girls. And, it's, and it's, it's so vain, but it works so well. A little lip piercing, a Fuck little tattoo, just hair straighten your fringe a little oh. bit. And they're like, they just fall on you. It's fucking, it was unbelievable. Revelation. I, I, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> this, not, is not wrong. this is the problem. This is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you can't, there's no shame attached to that because when you're that age and hormones are flying around everywhere and you want to express yourself, you see yourself in a certain way, you define yourself by a certain style or whatever, then, you know, it's, it's just going to happen. And that, that defined me. <laughs> That defined me as a person. <laughs> Scar defines me. Yeah. <laughs> I will never turn my back on Scar. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, nice of you to remember that. I'm surprised you remember that. It was, oh, shut it was up. I used to take the piss out of you for it all the time. That's how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty hardcore. Pretty hardcore. Anyway. <laughs> how many tattoos have you got then? You've got a few now, haven't you? Yeah, got a few, but it's just lower that arm, lower there, one there. I haven't got any more, any on torso or legs or anything. Have you had any piercings? I don't think you have, have you? Um, I did get this earlobe pierced when I was about 10. Probably can't see the hole anymore. It no. Gets <laughs> um, but my granddad, love him, he was very much against his grandson uh, having an ear piercing. He took it out when I stayed over his house because, I mean, this is just the older generation, it was a different time, not condoning it, horrifically wrong, but he thought if I kept that earring in, it would make I, you gay. I would be a gayist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, I was vegetarian at that time, told me to eat a baker sandwich, or I'd be a gayist. Oh, uh, God, the stuff mm. we used to live with. Yeah, I, I mean, I love my granddad, don't get me wrong, but it's probably a good thing that that generation is dying out. Yeah? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> It I is. can't disagree with you though. Um, no, when I got my eyebrow pierced, uh, my uh, grandma actually said to me, Oh, Fliss, I didn't know you were going to become one of those. <laughs> I'm a dirty whore and you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I've never to this day understood what she meant by one of those, but I'm, it stuck with me. Loose. That's what she meant. 
Because of an eyebrow piercing. Well, that's just it. I mean, people were so restricted in those days, weren't they? Especially if they lived in a certain way, stepping outside of the mould wasn't, wasn't seen as a good thing. Whereas now we're, no. we're in an age of individuality, aren't we? Wanting to stand out. So it was just very different. I mean, there's still quite a lot of conservatism in that respect because... I get funny looks because of my hair. Having bright coloured hair is like... Is that really that weird these days? Yeah, it is in Capilli. Really? Yeah. I thought, like, particularly maybe for a guy, but I thought women would just get away with that. One of the few things that I mean, women... I mean, I've always had dyed hair, though. That's the thing. I've always had different coloured hair. I, I mean, <laughs> I remember when I was pregnant, you're not supposed to dye your hair. So I was just like, right. I'm gonna dye it once and then leave it until I'm until after the birth. So I had it purple. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, gonna be purple." So I remember yeah. like giving birth and the midwife's going, "I love your hair." I'm like, "Shut up and give me drugs." Um, but then when I gave birth, I was like, "Right, I've got to be a mum now." So I dyed my hair black, brown, brown, black. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be conventional. Yeah. and um it wasn't until bailey was like maybe three that i was like what the fuck am i doing why am i yeah. trying to be a, a, a cookie cutter mum like that's not me at all like he's gonna he's gonna sense that in me yeah. um so i just went fuck it and just i know well, i'm 33 right. i'm 33 i probably shouldn't have bright colored hair but you know what it makes me happy so fuck you james <laughs> hey i'm a complete fan <laughs> i mean I mean, not, not wanting to piss on your bonfire or anything, but as far as the looks you get compared to what I imagine my fiance gets, or I know what she gets, oh. uh, for the benefit of the tape, Rosie is covered in tattoos mm -hmm. all over. Yeah, not maybe not so bad out and about here in the UK, but if you ever go abroad, Jesus Christ. Is it bad? Well, oh, man, terrible. But she's stupid because she looks beautiful. She's a walking piece of art. Maybe, maybe that's what... If I th yeah... Maybe that's why they're looking, although I don't think it is. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Saying that, though, it is. It, it depends where you go abroad, but obviously they've got a lot of restrictions on women and how they express themselves and how much skin they yeah. show. So it could be not so much the tattoos, but the fact that they can see skin. You know, it could be. Well, we're talking mainland Europe here. We're not oh. talking like Dubai or anything. Oh. Where getting tattooed is still illegal. I think having tattoos there. So yeah, understandably, I guess. I guess it's all down to culture, isn't it? If it's a bit different than maybe you can understand people looking but i still shoot daggers at them and have a go at them all and the glass them I, I fucking glass them <laughs> do you look at that no okay i smell the glass in the air boys <laughs> yeah pretty much unless onesie kiss my oh god Aye. if you could say anything to your younger self, what would you say? You're not fat, you idiot. <laughs> Why do you think you're fat? <laughs> you're going to be fat later. You're going to be hella fat later. <laughs> no, you're not, you stupid dickhead. You're fine. Oh, can you say that to younger me as well? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I look at young photos of me when I was in college or something. I'm like, what the hell? I was smoking hot. What happened? Like, what? Why did yeah. I think of anything different? And oh, now, yeah. like, when I actually am the size of an elephant, I'm just like, what did I think I was before? This is ridiculous. Yeah. But no, now, I'm like, I've eaten past me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's horrible. And, you know, those things are the same with young guys as well. Although, I'm not really sure in our friend group, I actually 
think anyone felt subconscious about how they looked as far as guys are concerned but then guys won't they wouldn't have spoken about it james i bet you all of our male friends have thought about themselves in that respect but wouldn't share it you know because it's a lot it's a lot more difficult for for guys to express emotions and maybe vulnerability I like how I'm saying that and I'm like rigid, like, honestly, <laughs> just proving your point completely. Yeah, I guess, yeah, maybe, maybe it's hard, Do I don't know. Do but what's for dinner then? <laughs> I, but yeah, I mean, that was, I really did think I was a fat boy, like throughout college, throughout, throughout everything. I can probably speak for everyone and say nobody thought of you like that. Well, exactly. I mean, I look at photos now, I'm like, what the fuck You're really that? skinny. <laughs> crazy bastard. Yeah. Crazy bastard. It's just weird. And it's yeah. also weird to think that that's what was going through your head. Mm. If anything, I would have made fun of your own, like, <laughs> large filtrum. Filtrum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew this would come up eventually. I mean, is it not? Mm. <laughs> It's pretty hairy. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you've grown a beard to cover up the vulture? <laughs> yeah, exactly what it is. Well, it was too enticing. Uh, was, the reason I know that word is because it was on an advert where a little girl goes, what's the groove called under your yeah. nose? Filtrum. I, and in my brain now I just go, James Southern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big old filtrum. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is a bit abnormally large. To be no, fair. you're fine. It was a. Oh, it's fine. A I, I mean, I don't, I don't dislike it. It's all right. <laughs> I like it. It's good to me over here. <laughs> so um, that probably that's we've gone way over the hour mark. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on and being my first podcast guest. It's an honour to be the pilot that will probably end up being scrapped. It's an honour. <laughs> yeah, when I make better <laughs> ones, <laughs> it'll be the special release. <laughs> Like, yeah, bonus content. Like bonus on content, yeah. I like that. that <laughs> Before you nice. go, though, we are going to have a regular feature. So this is How Do You Take Yours? Oh, In brackets, at the arts, yeah. yeah. Our group of friends used to go to a house party quite regularly at the same house. Mm -hmm. When it came to making tea, because there were so many of us, we had a tea list on the wall. So, yeah, I want to know, James, how do you take yours? How do I take it? Well, tea is strong very strong like a kind of bruce dickinson level bruce dickinson oh, wow. level of strength yeah very strong with no sugar oh <laughs> brackets bruce dickinson yeah no sugar mate you're probably gonna have to make that field a little bit longer but milk do you have milk of course there's milk i'm not mental don't say of course because i don't so cow's milk you don't have milk in tea nope i have oat milk oh Fucking vegan shit. <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> Again, very similar. Dark, no sugar milk, pretty much. That others there, just in case people don't drink hot drinks, you know, like crazy people. This is what I meant when you said you didn't know what this feature was, and I said it was uh, easy yeah. to do. I think that's how all grown-ups drink their tea and coffee anyway. People no. who've got a good grip on reality. No, I, I have sugar off. and and non-dairy milk. Yeah, Wait, I does that point. mean I've not got a good grip on reality? You've got sugar, you're just trying to deceive yourself. That's because Dizzy Rascal once held my reality hostage. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs>
It was lovely chatting. It was. Thank you very much. And thank you, like I said, thank you for being my my pilot guest. And um, good luck to you in all your future endeavours. <laughs> I'm fully employed at the moment. If anyone wants oh. to give me a job, uh, that'd be great. Um, do you want to do you want to give out your socials in case anyone wants to get in touch with you? No. <laughs> I don't I'll, really. I'll link it talk. link it down below. <laughs> 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 or maybe it's up here <laughs> anyway thank you very much and uh take care and i will speak to you soon cool i'm off to have a wank have a good day <laughs>